April, just in the last hour or so, the Prime Minister Christopher Luxon has joined Australia and Canada's leaders in calling for a pause in hostilities in Gaza and more international efforts towards a sustainable ceasefire. In a statement, Mr Luxon, Anthony Albanese and Justin Trudeau say they unequivocally condemn Hamas's attacks on Israel on October the 7th and call for the immediate and unconditional release of all remaining hostages. They've also urged Israel to respect international humanitarian law and the price of defeating Hamas cannot be the continuous suffering of all Palestinian civilians. With us now to analyse all of this is Otago University Professor of International Relations, Robert Patman. Uh, kia ora, good morning, welcome to the programme. Uh, so much of this is, is all about language. You've had a look at this statement. What stands out to you here? Uh, what stands out to me is the fact um, that the Australia, Canada and New Zealand, and I think the, movement, the big movement has come from Australia and Canada um, because New Zealand supported uh, a ceasefire back on the 27th of October and also reaffirmed that when it was a co-sponsor of the demand for immediate humanitarian ceasefire on the 8th of December, the recent effort which was vetoed by the US. But what appears to me now, this statement is indicating uh, that members of the Five Eyes group, Australia, Canada and New Zealand, are seeing the absolute urgency and they're seeing eye to eye on this for an immediate pause, as they put it in the statement, in hostilities which must become a sustained ceasefire. They've also been quite outspoken on the need for a political solution and indicating that a military solution um, it has, has no future. They also lament both the loss of life in Israel and, and, and uh, in the uh, Gaza, the Palestinians, as well as in the West Bank. Um, many people forget that since the 7th of October, Military, uh, Israel has not just been involved in military activities in Gaza, but also in the West Bank, where more than uh, 260 Palestinians, including about 70 children, have died. So I think what this is, is a clear signal to Israel, but also to the United States, um, that uh, this can't continue, this current carnage. More than 18,000 Palestinian civilians have now died. And uh, that while Hamas must be... Uh, brought to account, it shouldn't be at the expense of innocent people uh, in the Gaza Strip. So it, 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 I think that it, this is a clear indication that time has run out for uh, the massive bombardment of Gaza. So you talk about a message to the United States, which of course vetoed the call for an immediate ceasefire. Yeah. There are moves in the General Assembly now to, you know, to have another go at that. Yeah. Will we see any recognition, any change of position from the United States? Are we starting to see any softening there? I, I would think so. Um, we have learned overnight, uh, and I'm sure the Biden administration has been in. A, touch with the New Zealand government, the government of Canada and Australia, they have really toughened the language towards Israel. Some extraordinary statements, actually. Uh, US President Joe Biden said that Israeli uh, Benjamin Netanyahu needs to change, I, I emphasize that, change his hardline government. And Israel cannot say no to a, a Palestinian state. Well, Mr Netanyahu has been saying no to a Palestinian state since the late 90s. And so... This seems to be, uh, it, it seems to me that the US is on the, the verge of changing its position, having vetoed a ceasefire. 
it certainly is using very strong language now with Israel. And I think privately, um, the administration is probably, um, how should I put it, almost reaching breaking point with the, uh, with Netanyahu. They've clearly run out of patience with them. There also seem to be some division in terms of what happens after, if there is an after to this uh, current yes. hostilities in terms of the reoccupation of Gaza, uh, who would take over leading um, Gaza. Yes. What can you tell us about that? Well, that's that, that's that's where the United States, New Zealand, Canada and Australia are all on the same side. In fact, much of the international community is because Mr Netanyahu and his hardline government seem to be ruling out um, the prospect of the Palestinians having regaining political control of the Gaza Strip once Hamas is dealt with. And uh, what's been quite clear is the statement between Australia, Canada and New Zealand is that they uh, that, that that there cannot be a reoccupation of Gaza. Uh, the Palestinians must not be displaced from Gaza. And of course, that is one of the concerns that people in the United States have about this continuous bombardment that Palestinians will be forced to flee the territory of Gaza. So in, in a sense, that these red lines are being laid down. They were laid down privately by the United States some time ago, but they're being publicly spoken about by New Zealand, mm. Canada and Australia and saying that they will stand absolutely firm on this. And they also say significantly there cannot be any use of siege or blockade, which is precisely what Israel has been using. So they're saying enough is enough. Okay. Hey, thank you very much for your analysis this morning. That is Otago University Professor of International Relations, Robert Patman.